this podcast, we like to share our Friday night talks. We have as software developers, I'm Anna Drijpkema. And I'm Pauline van Alst. And today we are going to make a special episode about Swift. And most of you m- might not know it, but we'll explain it later for, for you. As, as the, the normal listeners uh, will know, we always uh, start with uh, with an inspiring moment we had uh, the last day. So, Pauline, what is your inspiring moment uh, of the last uh, period? The last period, yes. I think um, some of you uh, might have seen it uh, on the socials. Um, where I've been working on a, a very nice uh, pet project. Uh, combining uh, Micronaut Java services uh, or yeah Java services uh, being developed with Micronaut and then deploy them using uh, OpenFAS which is a yeah a, a framework which enables you to uh, deploy serverless applications on Kubernetes um, it was uh, on my to-do list for a long time to investigate such, such frameworks and now I had some time to spend on it and I really uh, enjoyed uh, working on small Java services that were really fast to spin up. You know, that's, that's not an experience we have in the yeah. Java world. So uh, Java, Kotlin, GVM world, world at least. Um, and then also discovering um, OpenFast, which is a really nice framework that does a lot for you on Kubernetes, uh, which is built with uh, out of the community as well which is also i think always really inspiring to see that the community is uh, solving those problems uh got a lot of respect for people de- yeah contributing to, the, to those and uh, the, the my biggest moment inspiring moment of that that week was that i could make a minor but um, still a change on uh, the micronaut uh, <laughs> code base and i could make a merge request on github and it was merged that was my first contribution to an open source project on GitHub, so I was really proud of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely very nice to uh, to have your first moment. Actually, I didn't have one, but for you, I, th- I think it's very nice that you now can say you're an open source contributor. Yeah, to, uh, to that. <laughs> I don't make it too big because it was just a change of a word, but still, <laughs> yeah. still it was in the code, so it has. I had to change the word to make it work, but it was the first time that I had to change something to make it work, and that I thought, wait a minute, I can make this change in the in the source code of Micronaut, and then everyone will uh, profit from it. So um, I was surprised of my own thought to 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 dare to contribute on a GitHub project. Always thought that was something for yeah the really really good people, but actually I was able to do it myself as well. Yeah, so. Nice. That was really cool. And now, uh, what about you? Your uh, inspiring fact of the moment, of moment yeah. of the last period. Yeah, inspiring moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For for me, it's uh, I'm starting at at the new assignment. I I think previous podcasts already mentioned that I was uh, stopping, but uh, at, but for me, it was a little bit difficult to start at first. But now I can see. A lot of small improvements. I think uh, I can suggest to make it uh, make the project even better because I I can see, for instance, they're struggling with their test strategy. They're doing mm-hmm. a lot of integration tests and almost non-unit tests. So uh, I, for me, it's uh, inspiring to see new opportunities to improve a project uh, 
from now on. So that's for, for me wow. the, the inspiring thing. I like to improve there. Yeah. Oh, that's a really great thing. And even on such a short period that you already ain't able to, to help them out like this, that's, that's really good. It's really great. And again, the, t- the testing uh, strategy. Yeah, it's so important. Maybe I, sh- I should share the share the podcast there. Uh, <laughs> you're listening yeah. to this uh, <laughs> inspiring exactly. uh, podcast. Yeah, so uh, this episode we're going to talk about Swift, but uh, maybe it's good first to start off what is Swift because I think not everybody knows it. So we're going to start with uh, what is Swift. So uh, Pauline, maybe you can start on the, yeah, on the appearance of Swift and uh, talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, so uh, Swift is an uh, application that you can run on uh, either your mobile device, either on your uh, uh, your uh, local computer, your laptop, um, and it's a it's a game actually. Yeah, I can, we can say this. It's a game that you can run on the on your device, and then um, you can play on it by uh, cycling. So you can um, put your um, bicycle on a home trainer, um, which um, that will connect to your device uh, through Bluetooth, I think, or and I think as well as a protocol. Yeah. Um, and uh, your trainer will then record how you're cycling, so uh, your um, the power that you're cycling, for instance. Uh, and in the game, actually, you're cycling, so you're in the world, sli- cycling along. You can uh, do workouts, races. Uh, you can even only cycle uh, freely on a track, um, and you will feel the differences in elevations, for instance. Um, you will experience that, so you will really have an experience from the uh, as you were cycling outside. And um, yeah, each uh, I think each kilometer or mile that you're cycling, you will get uh, experience points like in a game, and you can uh, level up your character like you would do uh, on any game. Um, yeah, and that will enable you to uh, to do some training. Did I explain it correctly? Yeah. Did I miss something yeah. out there? I, I do, do think so. Maybe it's uh, also good to mention that uh, you're not alone in the world. You're racing against yeah. other people. So it's like a, yeah. a like we mentioned, like funny fact on Wikipedia, it's explained as a massive multiplayer <laughs> online cycling uh, physical training program. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it sounds like a big thing, but it's uh, online against other people. So uh, you're not uh, alone in the world, uh, cycling no. stationary, but you can see other people uh, riding together. Yeah, and that makes it uh, really entertaining. That means as well that you uh, uh, they will really um, how do you say it uh, make the experience yeah worth it that you're cycling with other people. So you can join uh, as well social rides. Uh, which it's not about speed or power whatsoever, but you're just forming a group and then cycling. And uh, there is a chat uh, function uh, going on there where you can chat with your fellow riders, um, yeah, making, giving you the feeling that you're uh, cycling with other people. Uh, so the people that you see in the game are actually cycling at their homes as well. 
Yeah. Maybe something I, w- I was thinking, how did they actually start making this application? Maybe you can elaborate yeah. a little bit on that. Yeah, that that's really fun. Uh, um, actually, uh, I was one uh, told that um, Swift was created by a programmer, which uh, actually was, uh, for me, a trigger to figure it out uh, at the first sight. But um, it was actually founded by two people. One was uh, Eric Min. He was... Um, he liked to cycle. He was confined indoors, I think, but I don't know really the real reason. But he and he really liked cycling, so he had to cycle indoors. But all the options uh, didn't really suit him. Um, he actually wanted really to cycle with other people as well, and there were no really, uh, yeah, good options uh, software-wise to uh, to enable that. Um, so he went out on the internet, like we will do if we can't find really something uh, that we want. And he discovered on a blog post, I think, or on a forum, uh, he discovered uh, John Mayfield, who is a programmer, who actually developed a three-dimensional training program for the cycling. And uh, those uh, those two men met <laughs> and then uh, founded the Swift company, actually. Um, yeah, so it was even uh, yeah started by a software engineer as well. So Yeah. It's cool, cool to to hear that they're like uh, two people really really inspired with one thing and uh, coming together and and making this. It's I, I think yeah. it's really inspiring maybe even that they did this. Yeah, even that, and I think uh, they they started the company in two thousand fourteen for real that they they went live and stuff. Um, and now we are six years later, and I think it's uh, um, massively installed in the minds of the cyclists. Uh, Professional uh, cyclists are all also training on it, so it's so they were really successful on it. Uh, yeah, it's true, and and maybe f- as you uh, point out, uh, the professional riders are all, all also using it. Uh, maybe some cool thing they do at Swift is uh, called the Swift Academy, where they yeah. uh, uh, where you can train and uh, ride races, and uh, the best guy who, w- who wins the competition will eventually get a um, pro contract in real life yeah. so he can ride real races and get a, a pro contract with a, a pro team. So yeah. they are also bridging the gap between uh, stationary indoor cycling and the real world cycling. So I think that's also something really cool they do now. Yeah, I think they were really successful in that. They, they really integrating integrated the cycling world. Uh, so um, I think it's uh, I, I really like Swift in that way. It's a virtual application that really enables people to join uh, the real world as well. And I think Swift Academy also discovered people that otherwise wouldn't have had any professional contract whatsoever. So yeah, uh, I think that's a, that's a really uh, great thing. Probably uh, up to this moment, you are thinking, why are you talking about Swift in this podcast? You're <laughs> always talking about software engineering and what's going on. I can point out yeah. we're not sponsored by Swift or anything. We just thought it was a cool idea. Um, yeah, for, for me, I, I, I think you recapped it as it would be nice to, um, because Swift is a combination between IT and cycling, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think um, 
Uh, that's what I really like about Swift is it's that is um, we software developers we like a lot of us at least like to game so um, we like the gaming world either being uh, playing uh, board games either uh, playing the video games and uh, Swift really gives you that gaming experience while you're doing sports so I I really like that that finally some kind of sport is building a bridge with the IT world. Um, somehow and I think also in a technical point of view there's a lot of interesting thing going on there because it's uh, a, you have your hardware which is your home trainer you have your computer which is also hardware and then everything that is going on online while you're cycling uh, you don't really need a very powerful device to run it on as well while it's a, as you said it's a massive multiplayer game but I can run it on my uh, phone so <laughs> I think uh, a lot of uh, gaming computers can't handle such a massive multiplayer um, thingy. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, interesting in a technical point of view. And uh, I think it can interest uh, other software engineers as well. So uh, it's maybe an odd topic, but we wanted to try it out. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a good summary of, of why we uh, chosen to do this and uh, why we... Uh, dug into the world of Swift and try to point out the more technical point of view we, we have at, the, at this application. Yeah, so I, I think one of the main questions we had on in, in which language or uh, what language is the the application uh, built on? So, uh, Pauline, do, do yeah, we found out. So, can you talk <laughs> about it? Yeah. So we went uh, looking on the internet, uh, trying to uh, reverse engineering the whole uh, Swift application. <laughs> um, they actually have two applications. So you have the whole uh, device application. Uh, the, the, sorry, the application where you're running in when you're cycling in the world and stuff. And they also brought in a companion application, which we will explain later on, I guess. So they are maintaining two applications. Um, so of course. Uh, they they have their mobile stack, so um, they are using Java or Kotlin for the Android apps, and they're using um, Objective C for the Android uh, for the sorry for the iOS apps. Um, of course, there uh, there's some gaming engine being built, so uh, C and C plus are used for that. Uh, but we also yeah. Um, we looked into the the openings. Um, how do we say? Yeah, their career support unities at Swift, and there you can see that they're uh, using Java for the backend. I even saw that they're looking for people that have knowledge in JBoss and Wildfly. Um, and apparently, they're using a lot in. Am they're running a lot of stuff mm -hmm. in uh, in Amazon uh, AWS. So. Um, uh, that's uh, yeah. Databases, no SQL. I saw as well going on okay, there. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, let me think. Yeah. So they have a really broad uh, field of technology, but a lot of, uh, of of the data is has been is being run in the cloud, which explains why yeah. you can run it. I think on your phone uh, still. 
even. Yeah, I think that's really cool to see uh, application, which is actually already a couple of years old and yeah. uh, is already in the cloud using Java. It's, I think it's really neat to to see the technologies they are using to to get this cool stuff together. Um, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's good to elaborate a little bit on the on the application and uh, and the app side we have uh, because yeah. Swift is using both like a desktop application which uh, uh, you connect your application to and where you can see your avatar moving around the world, but you also have an app. Uh, and I I think uh, what is really special there is that they found a real a good combination between uh, the desktop application, as I, I, I will call it from now on, um, yeah. and the application on your mobile phone. It's really nice to see those two uh, working together, and they call their app the companion app. And you can do uh, every in-game action uh, on your desktop application. You can do it with your mouse, but also uh, with your app, which is, I think, one of the cool technical facts about Swift. They are really combining the desktop and the app and the, the app world on your mobile phone, which I think is very unique to see. Yeah, for and sure. Yeah. And I um, always really impressed that if I open up my uh, companion app. And uh, while I'm cycling, it will immediately recognize, uh, as long as when I'm on the same Wi-Fi, that I'm cycling, and he will immediately open uh, my race. Uh, I will see the map uh, where I'm cycling on. Uh, I will see the chat as well, the chat functionality, so I can chat with people if I want to. Uh, I can take pictures <laughs> of myself, yeah. or m of my avatar at least, um, cycling in the world. Um, yeah, I'm really impressed about it. And it's going simultaneously. There's yeah, almost no difference because you can monitor your speed as well on it and it's it's pretty accurate. So uh, Yeah, and so I think we can congratulate the developers on that board because <laughs> it's like really nice that they make it so fluently uh, work. Yeah. I think it's a really yeah, for sure. big compliment for them to, to manage yeah. it in this way. Um, yeah, maybe also something really nice. Um, you mentioned to me that they all also working on something when your internet connection is uh, being uh, slower. They also have a nice trick they use. Or yeah, I couldn't really retrieve it, but I heard it on a cycling podcast, and um, I, I really was surprised, uh, triggered about it because uh, I think uh, the the riders talking about it didn't uh, know that there were. Uh, talking about something that's technology in my uh, yeah technology wise really really nice um everything is going through uh, the internet so that means that um uh, you can have a lower connection lower internet connection for whatever reasons but then they will have some kind of a disgrace um no a graceful uh yeah fallback uh method so one of the thing if your uh internet connection is 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 pretty poor they will uh, remove your uh, the other riders from from the view, so you'll be uh, having you will have the feeling that you're cycling alone. You will still have the chat, I think, and stuff like that, but you won't see the other avatars riding along. You can still pursue your workout or your race, what you're doing, but you won't see your fellow riders. And I think when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, you you have a fallback plan if uh, if you can't do your all your data streaming and that. That, I think that's really great. That's also state-of-the-art technology almost. So, uh, 
But I couldn't find the other yeah. steps. I wanted to tweak my internet connection and then while cycling, but <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> nice. Go- going all the way to, to find the point where they are going to uh, remove the other characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they're removing step-by-step uh, step the characters or... Maybe then if you're cycling, they're removing the trees or the dinosaurs that you can see or yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, or the buildings, because sometimes you're racing in cities as well. Um, yeah. Maybe that, that would be the, the next point. But um, Yeah, or, or removing first the, the unknown people and still seeing your friends uh, with yeah. you and <laughs> them removing your friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe they nice. all plan, plan like that, but I think... It's it's great because um, that means that um, yeah the main f- the core functionality you working out on your computer is still preserved along the way so uh, yeah I yeah. was impressed by that as well yeah that's uh, that's uh, so true but uh, I think yeah we talked about a li- little bit uh, cool technical things they do but. Maybe it's also interesting to uh, talk a little bit about how they actually make your character move, because uh, you're on your bike, and at some point yeah. they uh, they want to uh, yeah you want your character to move because when you're standing still you can't do anything, so uh, <laughs> no. you want your character to be moving in your application. Uh, this is uh, done by um, yeah you you put your bike on a home trainer or static trainer as they also call it. Uh, which is uh, which has uh, either a power meter or a speed sensor. Um, yeah. If it's a, a speed sensor, it's yeah actually pretty easy to uh, to sh- uh, switch the, the your speed you're you're currently traveling into uh, the application uh, because your uh, back wheels of the ground it's spinning around so they can uh, uh, check your speed and uh, put it directly into the application. Uh, the only um, disadvantage, disadvantage that has is that uh, when you don't apply resistance to your back wheel, you can spin it very fast, even faster than you're actually riding on a normal road because you don't have any resistance. So it's like going very, very fast. Um, so that's one one of the first, first things they uh, they found out that they wanted to use that. But... At some point, it was not working because there were people going very, very fast in the application, and uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> not fair because you don't have resistance. You can like cycle. Uh, it's comparable to cycling in the for in the moon or something, but you can just go and go and go. Uh, so they also added uh, a power meter, uh, which uh, calculates the the yeah the power output you produce on your uh, pedals and your. Uh, stroke every time you cycle so it will measure the energy you put in so if you push it will measure your uh, energy put into uh, your bike which is uh, then turn into a forward motion this is also something uh, most yeah more professional riders and uh, are are already uh, using in real life and they also uh, put it into the application yeah is that uh, the Power then um, also related to the speed the avatar has in the is in the application. Yeah, um, if you put in more power, uh, your uh, speed will increase. So uh, yeah. they they made like a uh, scientific, uh, yeah, like mathematical uh, uh, 
point that they can um, can calculate uh, uh, on which uh, power which speed you produce. But uh, to do that, you also have to uh, you have to have the um, the weight of a rider because uh, it's dependent. Because if if you're a, a small uh, lightweight rider. Uh, you you when you're producing the same amount of power as as a like a heavier rider, a, a smaller lightweight rider will go f- uh, faster, because when you're heavier, uh, you also have to c- overcome gravity. So uh, those two, uh, yeah, like you have to overcome gravity, which in point will uh, impact on your weight of the rider. So they make uh, they calculate it based on your power and weight. Uh, and on a flat road, that's uh, that's not really the difference between a lightweight rider and a heavier rider isn't that much. But if you uh, beca- uh, become on a climb, it's uh, way more different. So if you're a lightweight rider, it's easier to go up than a uh, more heavier rider. So they uh, also account on that part. So uh, if you're riding uphill... Uh, your uh, speed will also decrease uh, even for light and heavier weight rider it's different but also in uh, real life of course uh, when you're going up a hill you have to uh, put a, produce more power to sustain the same uh, pace as an on a flat road so they all uh, encount that um, yeah that's the, the part of the power and speed uh, those two uh, measurements are being captured, as uh, Pauline or already uh, said, on a Bluetooth or a N+. N+, is a, uh, also a protocol which is uh, very near to Bluetooth. Uh, and I, this, sometimes they call it like the... the, the I call it the... the yeah, the, the smaller... The, first there was N+, and then behind it uh, came uh, Bluetooth. Uh, and uh, N plus is really popular in uh, a sporting equipment because it's uh, a, a low energy uh, protocol to be used. So uh, also Swift uses it to uh, measure the power on your bike. So uh, wirelessly it's transmitted to your PC, um, to a uh, N plus dongle or to your uh, Bluetooth receiver, whichever you uh, want to use. And actually, they, they also added something cool in Swift, I think. Uh, you can also use the companion app to use the Bluetooth on your uh, mobile phone uh, instead of on your uh, laptop or other uh, application you, you use. So you can use uh, both your desktop application or your mobile phone in, in uh, together to connect all your devices you need to, uh, to get into oh, really? the, the world of cycling. Yeah. That's something wow. I, I think is really ne- neat with the companion app again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, so they will measure uh, your speed, the power, and uh, the weight will definitely also be one of the variables to uh, simulate uh, the, the speed of your avatar as it would be in uh, in real world. So it's almost matching than the real world, right? You're yeah, a true writer, so <laughs> you can yeah. really uh, answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's it's really close close to to the real life, and uh, and yeah, it it's very uh, fairly accurate. I I sometimes see some differences in speed, but I I think also one of the things that's that's accountable it's uh, it's the uh, the wind, because when you're riding outside, you also have uh, riding. Uh, Wind, if 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 there's like it's 
there's zero uh, wind at that moment, but you still have like movement uh, yeah. flow, which also is impacted. So the speed is, I think, sometimes a little bit off, but it's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate, I would yes. say. Yeah, yeah and uh, um, yeah, the only thing that, that they can't really integrate in the game is, of course, how you're steering your 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 bike so i i really hope actually they will improve that as well <laughs> they, they, they already have uh, one oh, feature really? in uh yeah i think it's it's not in beta anymore but you have one uh small part of the of the world where you can uh also steer and what they did as a uh, something to try out you can put your phone on your uh, steering wheel and if you turn uh, your uh, steering, uh, the the phone will see that it's moving left or right, and you can yeah. steer a little bit. So, oh, uh, I will try that. It's not integrated. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. I, I think it's a uh, mountain bike course. They uh, they okay. added, I think, a couple of months ago. So that's oh. a a funny new feature they added. Yes. Oh, for sure. And it's also nice that it's on your phone, so you don't need to buy any more hardware to. Um, yeah, to get that feature in as well. So, because uh, of course you need to buy the uh, the static trainer um, to be able to uh, to cycle. But uh, steering can be made possible with the phone. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. So of course, um, using all those parameters, they can simulate your your real speed uh, compared to the effort you put in. So actually, they can actually make pretty fair races, right? You can organize a race where it can be fair to race against each other. Yeah. If everyone is honest. <laughs> yeah, th that's the most important part. Uh, of course, uh, something with, which is fairly easy, like uh, uh, cheating on your power, it's, it's more difficult because you have to move something and uh, mm. it's easier. But something... Uh, I know happening a lot is uh, people uh, putting in wrong weight and uh, making their making themselves uh, more lightweight because uh, when, when you're of course lighter you can go up hills faster. So I, I think it's pretty common to uh, uh, to have a l lower uh, weight in the, in the application in your profile than you actually are. Uh, and it's all and, also always. By mistake, right? We always think we're lighter yeah. than we actually are. <laughs> yeah, it's always the same. <laughs> and I, I think you you told me that there was a uh, a pro rider, which yeah. was uh, follow, following uh, a guy who couldn't uh, overtake him, and he was like, "Who is this? This guy? Who yeah. is this very fast French guy?" And he he looked up uh, into his uh, profile, and he he saw like, huh? He's 50, 50 years old. That's yeah, that's not possible. I'm a pro rider. I should should beat him. And yeah, then yeah. He, and he saw like oh he, he's f 50 kilos uh, as well. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he didn't look like 50 kilos as well on the profile picture on Swift. So either the profile picture was really old, and yeah. he was being honest, or I think the most probable fact was that he was uh, uh, not as light as you would say actually. So. Uh, I really yeah. like that fun fact because uh, it was during this uh, Corona uh, lockdown. They were holding those uh, social rights or even races, I think, not social rights, races with the professionals. Uh, I think for marketing purposes, and then uh, people still cheat, but uh, 
the the pro rider could have a good laugh about it and uh, i think he really had a good race <laughs> a good training yeah. session <laughs> yeah that's that's true and also yeah that's like the weight but uh, also one of the problems is the um, the power meters uh, are also yeah. um, the, the trainers are not comparable uh, some no. trainers have a little bit higher output than than others so th there might be like two three three percent uh, power output differences between those so that's also one uh, thing why not everybody thinks it's really fair to be racing in in swift because it's yeah not 100 percent yeah the I, same I, as as going outside and three percent offsides can be on the lower, uh, higher side but also on the lower side so in total yeah. you can have a a difference of six percent, which uh, on professional races I think is really it's really a lot. It's a it's winning or losing a race. So um, yeah. if you want to do it fair, you should have everyone on the same uh, static trainer. But I think for professional races they also account the uh, weight of the bike. I think. Yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah that that that's I I think. Uh, yeah, it it uh, depends on which uh, bike you choose. In okay. Swift, uh, yeah. your speed is also uh, your your avatar. You can choose a bike on which you want to mm -hmm. ride. You can choose your favorite one or another one. And uh, there are some uh, bikes which are faster than other ones uh, because like some it, are heavier, yeah. some are lighter, and it's mm -hmm. like the um, your speed in in the game is uh, of course uh, based on your weight. But also, uh, you, you have to include the whole package. So your bike is also uh, included in your weight. So if you have a heavier bike, you're also slower. Yeah, exactly. And you can gain the more uh, fast bikes uh, as you're improving your levels. So yeah. the higher you are in levels, the more equipment you can choose uh, from. Um, so in that way, they can also yeah, get in closer to the real world, to the real cycling world. Um, yeah. yeah, compared to that, I think, but yeah, we were talking about uh, hacks about cheating about your weight, but I think that's the most obvious one. But I think you dived a bit more into it to see if you can yeah. cheat a bit more. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking maybe it's even possible to to not do anything and just relax and, and sit down. And I, I don't want to bike. I want just want to win and sit down and uh, ch chill <laughs> and relax. Maybe that is even possible. So I, I dove yeah. into a, a, a talk, uh, I think it's given at a conference. Uh, we can uh, share the link in the, uh, in the description. Uh, and uh, that guy um, found out that it's possible to do a, a man in the middle on, the, on your USB receiver of your uh, N plus or Bluetooth uh, dongle. You can um, use an application uh, which uh, proxies the, the packages between your uh, USB bus and your application. And uh, in that way, it's possible to change your power output. So instead of uh, using a uh, the output is like 100 watts, you can increase it to 200, 300 watts. But you can also, <laughs> if it's zero, of course, uh, up it to, to a amount of wattage and your character is moving. So uh, what he did is uh, connecting an Xbox controller to his, uh, to his desktop. And then he could control his uh, speed in the application just through his Xbox controller. So he didn't have to move <laughs> only his finger on the on the trigger button of the uh, the Xbox controller, and his character was moving uh, 
in that in that sense and and it was like mind-blowing that it's uh that's possible yeah oh wow so uh, so they they really need to um film the people that are uh racing if they want to uh, make sure that that is not happening (laughs) yeah and and that's something uh they already started with uh i think it's called uh swift power uh, mm-hmm. in, in every race, you should uh, subscribe yourself to uh, to that to be uh, a true winner. And even the, the pro races and the pro uh, leagues will, uh, will have it as mandatory. Uh, and they uh, check your uh, real-life power against uh, Swift power. Oh, so they, okay. uh, yeah. on, in that way, you can like prove that, that you are capable of uh, producing that amount of uh, speed and uh, power. Uh, and okay, also, yeah. yeah, they want, uh, I think, uh, film footage and also a heart rate monitor is uh, mandatory in those races. So they can check your heart rate against uh, the, your power. And also in that way, uh, it's possible to investigate a little bit, but still it's very difficult uh, to do it because you can even film yourself and somebody else is triggering the Xbox controller and you're like uh, yeah. acting <laughs> like it's everything. But like it's really all, hard. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to to have a honest uh, judge, mm-hmm. uh, and that's also why they um, they have a world championship. Uh, I think it was last year, but uh, on that uh, world championship, uh, you have to come to a location, so you have to be on location. Uh, your weight is being checked. Uh, yeah, of course, your power meter. You you get a um, stationary uh, trainer everybody gets the same trainer there uh, so it's it's more fair and uh, y- you can use your own bike on that trainer but that's the only thing yeah. you can't use your own trainer so in that way they try to make the, like the real racing uh, a more fair competition because it's uh, from your home it's fairly easy to yeah fairly easy of course it's difficult i think for most people uh, but it's possible to uh to hack hack your system and get a different power output than you're actually uh, pushing uh, at home at that moment. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's really interesting. I think it's it's uh, nice to see that they are really looking towards the yeah, the official racing component, um, especially lately as um, all the cycling events have been replaced, or some of them at least, uh, by uh, virtual races and uh, using Swift, but also other platforms. And they even been broadcasted on the television. So uh, it was the only sport I watched actually the yeah. <laughs> last eight weeks. Um, yeah, but they're really bringing the virtual world uh, yeah, m- closer to the real world. And I think that's, that's a big challenge that they, that they uh, yeah, try to achieve. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice. Yeah, it's really cool that they did. But I, I think uh that's a more yeah i call it negative thing but i I think we discovered something about swift we you actually really liked right and that's that's uh maybe something we also talked about in our first uh first podcast and that's uh fun at work yeah uh yes exactly i think yeah i also dived into the company because i was really uh interesting interested about it and um, what I really like when you're uh, looking at the career opportunities that they're presenting is that they're really looking for people that are in love with cycling that are in love with the product 
Um, so if you're, um, if I think if you have high levels and you name them during um, your application, they uh, then you will have um, how do you say it? Uh, some bonus points during your application. Um, they also have a cycling winning program, I think, for the employees. Um, they have a commute program for for people to cycle to the office. So everything is really around the theme of cycling um, and uh, and doing sports, which I think if you really are into cycling, then I think this is a really nice company to work for and the fun element of your work will be there as well. Um, I haven't spoke to a software engineer yet uh, working at Swift, but I can imagine that it's really... Uh, that the fun element is really there and you're yeah. making an application that a lot of people really enjoy actually so uh. yeah it's so true and uh, I think you can see it's for, for them it's also important that you're really interested in in developing the product and I think yeah. that's very nice to, uh, to actually uh, hear about them uh, maybe something we're uh, almost at the end of the podcast. And I, I think uh, one question I still have, why are you using Swift? <laughs> why am I using Swift? Yeah, I'm uh, only cycling uh, a few times a week and just for fun, I'm not really as a sports component. But um, yeah, I discovered Swift after, after knee surgery. I, I had to cycle inside and going towards the gym didn't really please me uh, each time. Uh, and I had a good bike at home. So uh yeah, I discovered then uh, the, the indoor cycling world and then I discovered Swift. Um, and now I'm cycling um, indoors uh, when the weather is not good or when it's dark or when I'm lazy because it's really easy to get on the bike. You don't need to pack all your food and water, whatever. Uh, and it's a really efficient way of uh, cycling because in one hour you can get really, really tired uh, in s- compared to outside when you're cycling an hour. So I, I like that uh, really hard. And lately, last weeks, I've been doing a, train, uh, um, a training program on Swift, uh, which gave me some structure around the whole cycling uh, thingy. So that was another reason to do it lately, actually. Um, so that's what, that's actually why I, I like Swift really well. And I actually like the social rights as well, because I'm not part of a cycling club. So the social rights will give me a bit of the need of cycling with other people. Uh, so that's also something yeah, cool. I, I enjoy. And you, you're a more fanatic uh, rider, <laughs> but yeah, you're using Swift th- as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. for me, uh, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm more uh, fanatical. I'm also riding races uh, in the in like real world. Uh, and yeah, for me, it's uh, I really like it when it's raining. I can just uh, do yep. my training way better in indoors of course instead of uh in the rain because it's uh when i have to train a lot outside like two three hours uh and it's raining it's like so boring cold uh you might even get sick Uh, and for me it's way easier than to go uh, onto swift where i can yeah maybe do a structured workout uh, uh even i can do less hours as you mentioned it's uh, because uh, Swift is uh, more difficult than the real world sometimes because you you also have to pedal in corners and you keep on pedaling so you can uh, do a shorter uh, training on your indoor trainer than uh, on out on the outside. It's like time efficient. Uh, 
Yeah, and I, I also like the racing to ride races which are very competitive, and uh, I can put out my power in ways I can simulate racing in real world. So it's yeah, that's also nice for me. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it brings also the professional riders a bit closer to us. I think when they are organizing the rides and stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's a big advantage as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I think that pretty much uh, ends our uh, podcast for this uh, time and uh, I think uh, I hope you in- enjoyed this like different topic to uh, to us and uh, I think uh, it's nice for you to know that we are uh, using our uh, Instagram ac- account right now yes uh, um, we just started our Instagram account so um, uh, I will advise you or um, I would invite you to uh, follow us on the Instagram. Uh, we want to use Instagram to make it a bit more visual. Uh, yes, to have some visual, uh, how do we say it, support on our um, episodes. Uh, yeah, we're curious also to think, uh, to, to, to hear about how you like that. Um, so follow us on Twitter, on Instagram and on LinkedIn. So we're on a lot of socials. <laughs> yeah. We're getting real social uh, with the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that uh, sums our podcast. So uh, have a nice evening and hopefully uh, you will listen to us uh, next time. Yes, see you next time.